for calling in i wish that monday night was better for the for the bubbles i've, I've dealt with bitches on monday nights but i, I, I know bubbles. as long as there's as long as there's bubbles involved right story story bath bubbles i'll take seltzer at this point forget the crew yeah. forget so, <laughs> how are you doing I'm well, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry about the I like the miscommunication. That's just I did not see all You're the busy. emails, and I just am so I apologize. I'm not. I'm not. No one is that busy. I just I honestly get overwhelmed with all my emails, <laughs> and I'm like yes, and then I'm like oh shoot, when was that sugar? I don't know. Yeah, no, no worries. Like it, you, you honestly. I think have been the sweetest, kindest person that we've had on this show with us. One hundred percent. You're you. very That's sweet. So and you know Thanks. what? I wanted to tell you when we saw when we saw Luann's show in Hall in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. She she said in the show how incredibly sweet you are and that you are Aww. a dear friend. Isn't Aww, that cute? That is so cute. <laughs> oh my god. I love her. She's so fun. I'm so happy. For and her then when family. we met, we recorded with Danny Pellegrino, and he was raving about you too. He's like, "Not she's going to be the nicest person you talk to." I'm like, "Oh my god, how awesome!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it, 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 it turns out everybody was right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Thank you. That was That's so understanding. So thank you. I really appreciate that. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> And there you go. You guys, you guys so are my bubbles is, tonight. You guys are my you guys are my human bubbles tonight. So thank you. There you go. <laughs> I know. You know what? We we're not having any bubbles either right now. Dang it! But I know. Okay. So wait, how is how's the case going? Are you guys? Is everything okay going with the with the with the court case? Oh, oh so I'm a court reporter. It? Yeah, I'm a court reporter, and I was in a case, um, a, like a Me Too case. Yeah. So it's how is it was, that? It was pretty. It was pretty, I mean, it's pretty incredible that that's like what they're being named now because, you know, these cases are going on forever and now they have a name. And that's incredible. You know, it was, it was incredible. So it's not over yet. We still have like three different phases of the case. And of course, I can't talk about it, but um, right. it was pretty cool. It's involving um, doctors. Oh, wow. Well, I yeah. Just, yeah. Like just said, I think it's so impressive that, you know, we, me too happened you know just a couple of months ago that whole movement and the fact that now there are court cases i just think it's really powerful so that's that's incredible isn't it i mean i thought oh wow this is an actual i mean and there it's not like it's being advertised as that but um yeah you know like just, witnesses witnesses were wearing like the me too pins and um and so it was kind of it was pretty cool I was like, oh, wow. man, this is a, it's like all the cases now are coming down the pike. It's going to be um, more social media cases that are coming through. And like law is so old. So it needs to catch up to all this new, 
electronic information. You know what I mean? And um, it's just, it's, it's an old profession. So, and they still operate in, I mean, in olden times. Yeah. Law is only behind. It's like, yeah, I was just thinking about that, you know, because law is based on precedence. And I was like, well, we haven't really had any cases. You know, there are a few of them that are coming, you know, to the forefront right now, but we haven't really had any, had that many. So that's a really interesting point. You guys are so smart. You guys are so yeah, smart. right? We're trying. We're trying over your shit. Yeah. So what's going on? What's new with you? Yeah, what's new with Kelly? Um, let's see. Well, I was really wanting to have some crew because I was wanting to tell you guys about when I was, um, interviewing for the, the uh, role of Vesper and James Bond. And I thought, I, I was like, oh, we could have champagne and we could talk about that, about how I was going to be the money, but we're not having champagne. So let's talk about real estate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Forget Vesper. Let's talk about real estate. so what okay so let's talk tell us well I decided um about eight months ago to get my real estate license because I there was a death in my family and I um my mother it was actually my mother's passing and she asked me to help her help my father sell the family home and so even though my father's from Illinois, I decided to get my license and just see if I could help. Um, just to, you know, see what the frame, there's obviously a framework and a protocol. And so to make a long story longer, I got my license and I met with this really incredible woman who, you know, was like, listen, this is, you know, how you should, you know, go about, you know, being in real estate because people, real estate isn't like, you know, I mean, there's, you know, the million dollar listing is a great show, but you know, real estate is just, there's so many aspects of it and it can be incredibly complicated. Like in some States like Florida, the real estate broker acts as also a lawyer. I mean, there's just a lot of different States have different ways of dealing with selling, you know, personal property, like your family home or your yes. home, yes. Or buying your new home. You know, it's a, it's a really intimate, um, it's an intimate purchase. Um, so it was just, it was, it's been a really fascinating couple of months and I've been literally checking out every single new development all over New York city and in the Hamptons. And I have a love, a massive love for interiors, which I always have. And so it's just been a really, you know, interesting process and I am loving the learning curve, but I'm also really, you know, like I created this um, hashtag real estate Thursdays on my Instagram because I wanted to, you know, all my fans and even people, if you're not my fans, you can check out Real Estate Thursdays and kind of see what's available in New York, what the prices are. So you can kind of check for your own self, like, hey, you know, this is my, this is my budget. These are the kind of things that I see in my budget, or these are the kind of dreams I'd like to have, or, you know, just to kind of really like inspire that the next homeowner. So it's been really fun. No, that, that's pretty that's, cool. Yeah, that sounds yeah. so, I mean, that sounds so fun. And you also kind of are allowing your fans to kind of um, live out their fantasies to be able to see these amazing apartments in New York and, you know, these million dollar listings or whatever, like to be able to actually see them and go inside and fantasize about it with you. That's awesome. Exactly. I mean, literally every apartment that I've gone, that I go into, it's the first time I've been in there. So it's not like this stage thing where it's like okay you're gonna walk in something's gonna happen i walk in i'm like whoa <laughs> oh, oh wow 
like, so it's yeah. All, like, all, yeah, so it's all, everything that you see is completely organic. And um, it's been really, really fun. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because when I was writing my first novel, I have two novels of Simon Schuster. And when I was writing my first novel, I was writing, I, the, first, it's called, the first one's called The Dangerous Age. It's loosely based on my life when I was the editor of Al Accessories. And I, cre- I created the mother character is this woman called uh, Sherry, but she likes to be, be C-H-E-R-I, but she likes to be called Cherry. Uh, kind of like funny. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> so it's Lucy Brockton's mom, and she's a real estate agent in New York. And when I was writing about this real estate agent in New York, you know, I had had I had all these you know misconceptions of like what the real estate women are, are like. I mean, when you walk around with these women in New York, I mean, there are you know most of them were you know on Wall Street and decided you know they wanted to change, they wanted their own hours, they wanted their you know they wanted to. Um, have the life that they wanted to have. They wanted to go, you know, spend the weekend with, you know, four day weekend. They could, they just wanted like a different lifestyle. And so that was really interesting too. Cause I had, I personally had this misconception. I thought they were all like, you know, just wearing shawls and walking around and, you know, <laughs> trying to get you to buy something that you don't need. And it's the opposite. So that was really cool. Yeah. They're, oh. they're really hustling. That's what it sounds like. Like they boss are. women. That's awesome. Well, also, the broker, the broker of today is not the broker of yesterday. I mean, you no. know, before a broker where you go in and you'd be like, I need a house. They'd be like, okay, here's five choices. And you're like, okay, I'll pick one of the five. Today, you have everything. You have so much internet access that it's, you know, the broker it has to be very specific. And for someone like me, like I, t- I think of it as like a real estate experience. So like I want you to have, if you want a $5 million house, I want you to have a $5 million lifestyle. You know, I, I see a lot of these people, especially in the Hamptons, these you know people that make the money and they buy a house and they're like, I bought this house, but they can't go anywhere. They can't do anything because they don't have access. And that was the one thing that I wanted to also, you know, kind of bring it's this, you know, I, I've curated lifestyle, which I've created from, you know, my years in magazines and just, you know, build building, you know, specific relationships and friendships and, you know, just kind of, if the, you know, the person that works with me gets has to get gets access you know what's the best school for your kids to go to what's the best doctor what you know where if you want to ride a how long have you lived in new york i've been in new york since i was 16 years old i came to new york since i was 16 yeah so you know so you know new york in and out i mean i've been in i've been between new york and the Hamptons since i was 16 so it's a long time yeah so you're going to die, but me and Dee have never been to New York City. Never. Oh you guys would love it. I know. Love I know. It. You know. I can see, I, you guys. I can see you guys on your mini bikes with like your yes. real housewives paraphernalia. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we definitely yeah. miss, we miss you on the housewives, that's for sure. Like we need to start a hashtag Kelly come back. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, with a theme song. You can yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, Kelly, would you ever do reality TV again? I after you know I, after I retired from uh, Housewives in 2011, Luann was always like, "Kelly, just come back for a cameo, come back for a cameo," and I love her so much. I was like, "Okay, I'll come back." The last time I was on the show, 
I did a cameo with Luann and Bethany found out that I was doing it. And she literally like had a conniption. So I was like, you know what? This is not how it's going to be. You know, it's like, I was really disappointed. I was really disappointed. I'm not going to lie. And um, so I, uh, you know, I was kind of like, you know what? Like, if that's going to be her show and she wants to, you know, run that show and she's not going to give me an opportunity to, you know, show off my superpower and, you know, <laughs> make money for my kids, then, you know what, I could go somewhere else. I can pivot and like create value somewhere else. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not going to force myself on that. And, um, so I got, I went on, um, uh, Patty Singer's show and, uh, million dollar, million yes. dollar matchmaker. And it was so much fun. I was like, I was like, hold on. I was like, wait, this is reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I get to stay in an amazing hotel. I get to work out every day. I get to hang out with Teddy Sanger, who I love. I got to like go on all these dates. I got to like eat like all this amazing food. I celebrated my birthday there. I, I mean, I went on a date on my birthday. I had the best time. I was like, I was like, I got tan. I was like, you're, so, you're like, that is what this is. That is what reality TV should be, my friend. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. And Instead I was of like, sitting around for, fighting with a bunch of bitches. I, I, I was like, wait a minute. I'm like on this other show with people yelling and screaming at me that I've never even seen before in my life. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm, on, I'm on her show and I've got all these guys being like, I want to go on a date with you. I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, please that's a, well, you know, um, on this season of Real Housewives with, of New York, um, Bethany's getting it pretty bad. You know, I think a lot of people are, yeah, kind of the, the, the girls are, are feeling kind of what you're just talking about. You know, they're not, they're not happy I mean, with her. I don't want, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to speak ill of anyone. She has her own producer. Like they have two different producers. She has a producer, they have their producer. So, I mean, they have a storyline that they need to do and, she can't always come off as great. And I just, I don't, you know, I don't ever want anyone to, you know, do poorly or I don't want to think ill of anybody. And I don't, nah. I am, you know, really, I, like I said before, I'm just really disappointed by the choices that she made and the choices that actually she made that affected my kids. That's, you know, but those, that's, you know, she has to deal with that every day. I mean, it's not just, and, you know, and people are seeing, according to you guys that, you know, those are the kind of decisions that she makes. And that's not the kind of person I am. I mean, yeah, I, would rather no. be, I, I have no interest in living life like that. I just want to raise great kids and, you know, make great friends and, you know, create new possibility for myself and just enjoy this life that I have. I mean, I've worked so hard for so long and. You, you have know, done a ton, life. a ton of stuff. Yes. Oh my I've God. Done so much work over the, like, I mean, my dad, I was, I went to go visit him for my birthday. I turned 50 this year. I went to go see my dad and um, I'm sitting there. We're eating Panera in Rockford, Illinois. And my dad, I'm sitting there with my dad. My dad goes, he's like, one day I'm going to make a list of all the things that you've done since you got divorced. He's like, it's a very, very, very long list. And he like almost started crying. And I was like, I'm like, hold on. Aww. Wait a minute. I'm like, my father is telling me about this epic list of all these amazing things that I've done. You know, it's like I was like, that's that's what life's all about. It's about you know. People you know what? Really and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't give ourselves credit. You know what I mean? It's like you probably don't even think about yourself that way until somebody 
says to you like, Hey chick, you're doing a great job. And you're like, Oh wait, I am. I am. <laughs> when I was on house, I went on housewives to get away from my ex-husband who was, was a horrible person and to create possibility for my beautiful young girls. That's why I went on housewives. And I, you know, walk into, you know, my, my coffee and all of a sudden some stranger is telling me that my name is Kelly Ben Simone. Like my name's not Kelly Ben Simone. My name is Kelly Kaloran Ben Simone and telling me who I am and what I'm doing. I'm like, I don't even know you. Yeah. And, you know, I just found it. I, I was like, really, I was, I was really, I was really saddened by that. And I was more saddened by the fact that my girls were like, mommy, you just don't know how to fight. And I'm like, well, I'm not fighting no. anyone. No. I'm like, girl, I'm like, you're going to see in life that I'm not fighting. No. You, no. If you, could you imagine if you, I mean, it would be, no. If I was I fighting, that, you would know. If I was fighting, yeah. like, you would know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that honestly has to be one of the top things that our listeners actually wanted to talk to you about because. They, and I'm like, uh, everybody wants to talk to her about that. She's probably like, I don't give a shit about Scary Island well, anymore. Well, but I, I know. hear that you named the episode. Yeah, I did. Well, because that my favorite so, show on the That ain't no hat rat. <laughs> no, it was Fantasy Island. And so when I went, to, when I talked to New York Magazine, because they were asking my, the, um, they asked me like who I wanted to talk to first. And they were like, we want you to talk to, you know, this person, that person. I was like, no, no, no. I need to talk to New York Magazine because I'm, I'm from New York, you know, it's most of the press comes from New York and I need the people in New York to hear the story from me. So I was like, you know, it reminded me of Scary Island because it was supposed to be, I had loved my favorite television show was Fantasy Island. And I got off, I got onto the plane and got back to New York because I had to. <laughs> take it anymore. Yeah, no kidding. We <laughs> wanted you to leave. Out. I was like, yeah. ah. I just couldn't take, like, you know, here's everyone's filming, and she's, like, getting blowouts, and, like, just, like, a hor- just horrible things were happening while we were filming, and everyone had to, sit, you know, be on pins and needles, and then all the girls were so jealous that she was getting her own show. I was like, I just want to go home to my kids. My nanny was, wanted, was like, threatening to leave because she didn't want to, like, be with the girls alone because they were, like, too young, and oh my gosh. I was not interested in any of it. I was like, I don't care if she has her own show. I don't care if she's getting a blowout. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah. care. No, yeah, you're like, you're like, where's the reality in this reality TV? Like, <laughs> I know. And then, like, then I'm like, it was Thanksgiving weekend, and Monday morning we're filming, and the producer's like, so how are you going to handle scary? How are you going to say how are you going to handle last weekend? I'm like, I'm not. I have nothing to handle. I left. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I know. You march to the beat of your own drum, and that is that's where it's at. You should be doing that. Listen, the crazy thing about it is there's some fans that are like, we want you to apologize. We want you to apologize for, you know, yelling at a person. I'm like, no. I'm like, she's pushing me, you know, telling me that she's going to ruin my life. We have to have interventions with the producers. And then on top of that, I'm supposed to apologize to her and be nice to her when she's being so nasty to me and trying no. to ruin my, she's trying to literally ruin, she's telling me I'm going to ruin your life. I'm like, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like going to get to eat some blueberries and walk over here. 
I'm going to get some blueberries. <laughs> you know so, what I have to um, tell you? So I have to tell you guys what? one thing because nobody really knows this. But right before I went on, I went on, on to Scary Island. My best friend, who was my who who uh, my hairdresser, who became my best friend because he's just such an he's an incredible hairdresser. His name is Bradley Arian. He works with everyone from Laverne Cox, Maria Nunes, Elizabeth Hurley. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Wow. So he, wow. Yeah, he's just he's an incredible hairdresser. So my publicist at the time, who I begged to take me, and she's like, we don't listen. She's like, we don't take reality stars. Like, I have zero interest in anyone that's on reality because it's just not what we do. We only take movie stars. I was like, I am begging you to take me. I was like, I think that these women are kooky, and I really need, I really need, you know, someone to shield me. So she's like, you know what? You seem like a really nice person. We're gonna, we're gonna take you, but you have to amp up your game because you like you look like, you know, you have, I had like bobbed hair and. She's like, you can't walk around like that. So we're going to introduce you to this. <laughs> so right before Scary Island, he goes, you know what? He goes, it's, he goes, Kelly, it's time. So the night before I left for Scary Island, he put in uh, great length extensions in my hair. And I am not going to lie. I felt so gorgeous. So uh, you are, man. I know. You are gorgeous. <laughs> I appreciate that. I could not have cared less what anyone would. I mean, if anyone could have said something to me, I don't care if like whoever it was had come onto Scary Island with me and was nice to me. I was, I felt so unbelievable and I've never felt like that in my entire life. He literally switched the on button on and I just felt so gorgeous. You were invincible with those extensions. And ironic, yeah. because he turned on this. He turned on the, up the volume so high that I've never felt so amazing. And the irony of it is that the fans didn't want me to feel good about myself. The fans wanted to see the if you're pretty, you have to be insecure. If you're smart, you can't show it. If you're fit, you can't flaunt it. That's mm -hmm. what I learned from the fan base, and that I will. Never. You know, that's ever. interesting Anyone that you say like that. that. That's actually very, that's interesting that you say that because I also feel, I kind of feel that way. It's like, and if you're overweight, you can't feel sexy. You know what I right. mean? It's, right. wow, yeah. that's, that's interesting. That is so it true. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. And but you know, I feel like, I feel like the fans, I mean, honestly, I feel like a lot of people like you and a lot of people want you back. And I just never um, knew that. I just, I maybe too, like we're filtered. I just never got that feeling. I never was, I was never told that everyone, when I was, when I was on, when I was working on Real Housewives, they, the producers told me that everyone hated me. Everybody hated me. I was going to be off the show. No one wanted me there. That's, they would just keep telling me all oh, the whole, the entire time, how horrible, I, you know, horrible I was. That oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was, it was I horrible. I can't believe they say that. No, and then I get to Patty Sanger, and I'm like, she's like, we love you. I was like, you do? And the producer's like, you know what, Kelly? You're just great. And we're like, we admire all the stuff you do. And I'm like, wait, what? And you're like, <laughs> hold on, what? Well, I mean, so <laughs> oh, many. Okay. Yes. I know. You're like, what? So many of our listeners, they actually commented, and they're like, we admire how carefree and positive Kelly is. Like, She's a breath of fresh air. Like, how can we be more positive on our life the way that she is? Like, you have yes. a lot of fans. 
Oh, that I you know what the thing is too is I think like just what I tell my kids you have to remember like while I was on those that show and all these other shows I've been raising my kids and now I'm an empty nester my youngest is going to college so I did it all on my own there's no satchels of gold you know you know congratulations yeah the women had no idea what my financial situation was my personal situation was because it was really none of their business. And so everything that they were talking about when that, that had, and they were loving, they loved talking about me was all these stories that they had made up in their own heads because you're not, if you're pretty, you're not supposed to be nice. If you're, you know, thin, you're, you're anorexic. If you're a model, you must be an idiot. If you're hardworking, yes, yes. you must be, you know, pathetic. It's like every single thing that I value so much is they made me feel like it was like they tr- they tried to devalue it, and that that was like that's why I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, you know, I've spent my li- I've spent the last ten years of my life restructuring and getting my MBA and pivoting my energy towards things that I really love and enjoy. Getting my real estate license, writing two amazing novels about you know all these different hurdles that I've overcome, and it's been tough. But I'm I, you know, I'm also very proud of where I am. Well, I'm very proud. I'm very proud of you, and good for you. And and congrats on the girls. They're just now yeah. they're big, and you're like, what happened? I know. I know. And but you're, you're, you know, you did that. The maturation process of the maturation process um, for you know the past ten years was very very difficult with kids that were were educated on reality TV. Very 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 difficult because I have the strong moral code. And I'm like, you can't talk to people like that. You can't text your friends these nasty things. You can't, you know, it's not your job to walk up to somebody. You're not being filmed to walk up to someone and be nasty to them. It's not your, that's not your job. You're not the, you know, you're not the social police. And I feel like these kids, you know, kind of got this really strange um, kind of um, freedom to just be even more nasty to kids. And it just really wasn't cool. I had so many kids, yeah. you know, so many young boys, some young girls that are, you know, young girls that want to have lesbian partners or having all these, you know, personal issues, young boys with all the bullying, you know, because I was like, listen, I was like, I know what it's like. I've been bullied by my peers, by fans, by, you know, castmates. Like, I know, I know what that feels like, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. And I had so many kids come to me and be like, what do I do? And I was like, you know what? I stuck up for myself, but for you, you can't stick up for yourself. You just have to walk away. Because the minute yeah. you stick up for yourself, you're never going to win that game. You're never going to win that game. You're never going to win against the bullies. They're always going to be. They're always going to beat you. So you might as well just walk away and just be around like-minded people. And it's, isn't that a sad, sad thing to, to hear? But it's the truth. Yeah. It, yeah. No, it is the yeah. truth. But it, but but you know what? Walking it, away from that bullshit is winning. You know, you did win. I think so. So. I win a win so a chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So what? So are you with the real estate license? So you are basically this is like new ground for you, and you're just taking off. It's new uncharted territory. It's so interesting. It's been so great to involve all the fans and all my friends into all these things that I'm exploring. And I'm and my kids are loving it. And my daughter films me all the time. And my youngest daughter's been filming me. And I created this um, 
other Instagram video series called The Sales Meeting. So I in, actually interview our, the president of our company, and we talk about different things like, how do you price your apartment? I don't know how to price an apartment. Like, I'm, I mean, every single question that I actually have, she's, I'm asking her and she's answering it. So all those questions that, you know, you have, like, okay, they're talking about square footage. What does that exactly mean? My friend's apartment, it's, you know, 3000 a month and mine's $3,200 a month. Why is that? All those different little idiosyncrasies and all those different, you know, things that are different between one uh, apartment versus another or home are something that I'm actually learning and I'm learning it through my, the president of our company. And it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Wow. But, um, but at the same time, as much as like, we're talking about those other things, those, you know, social issues, issues that we're talking about from being on a show like housewives, there's just so much value that came out of that as well. Like I wouldn't be able to do these Instagram stories because I wouldn't have a fan base if I weren't on housewives. I wouldn't be able to write the novels that I wrote because I wouldn't have the fan base. I wouldn't have been able to raise my children on my own because I wouldn't be able to make money with HSN and all these different, you know, products. They wouldn't have a fan base. So there's so much that's been so great. And I'm just excited about even more. Yeah. So there's definitely a silver lining to, you know, all the, the, you know, the bullying are like the bad from the show, but that, that silver lining is you being able to do your novels, do your jewelry designing, get into real estate. Like it, it did give you some opportunities, but you were the one that turned that bad into good. Yeah. Turn that frown exactly. upside down. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You're like Dorinda with your isms, girl. Oh, my God. You got to put them on a shirt. <laughs> I, you have to remember, I have teenage girls. This is, how, this is what they talk about. All the time. They're like, Mom, just turn that frown upside down. I'm like, I'm 50, yeah. by the way. I'm not 17. So uh, where, are they going, where were they going to school, Kelly? So my... My oldest daughter is at Kappa at Old Miss, so she's like loving life down in the South. Wow! And, wow! And my youngest is going to Trinity College in Hartford, Connecticut, a really small Eastern school. Yes, um, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Really pretty. Great. So, how is it you being like empty nester? What's going on there? How are you coping with that? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be an empty nester in like a month and a half, so. Okay. I just kind of, I honestly like right now. I'm kind of like, just, just kind of trying to keep, not, not keep my distance, but just, you know, okay, girls, you know, make sure you clean up, make sure your bedroom is clean. Send me, a, you know, a video of you playing the piano. I'll talk to you later. What time are you going to be home? I try to give them, trying to give them a little bit of space, but it's really, really awkward and horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Um. What's so? I just want to go in there. I just want to go into their closets and like organize their underwear. yes yes what's so funny with what's so funny with me and brandy is i have a four-year-old son and her son is he just turned 23 so yeah so she's going through like you know something similar to you but then she's telling me like get ready girl this is coming this is coming this is coming yeah and he let me tell you something he's he he still lives with me working on his master's so, you know, uh, it's Amazing. it's weird because he's older and I still feel like I have to tell him what, what the hell he needs to do. <laughs> but, you know, I know that sounds really crazy, but like in America, everyone's like, get your kids out of the house. But in Europe, like all these kids, like they are, they're like, they live with their families until, 
you know, that they, you know, are educated and are uh, be able to be on their own. I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with having your children live with you for as long as they need to get themselves on their feet because that they, these, some, you know, different kids mature at different, different stages and they, some kids need a little more time. And, you know, there's just so much more opportunity out there than there was and so much more information. I don't see anything wrong yeah. with that. And I think that's you're a great mother for allowing your, you know, child to feel confident to be able to stay, stay at home and not, you know, be forced to leave. Well, I feel like, you know, your daughters, your daughters couldn't just move out right now. Where the hell are they getting that money from? It's like, whoa. I know. I'm like, what? Where did they go? I'm like, like, that allowance? That's me. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that's me. You're like, I'm not paying for another apartment, honey. Just live here. Right. Yeah, right. 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 I don't know where they think the money comes from. Yeah. They, oh, that's they right. don't. That's right. Fashion's a goal. There's like, there's like, yeah. for some reason, you know, when I was on the show, people just thought that like money just like, like, I don't know, like I would just go to the money tree and I would just take money whenever I needed it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've been working all my life. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> so what else, what else do you want to what else do you want to do that you haven't done yet? I swear you're like, you, you have, yeah, lifetime. You have so much lifetime. Shit going on. I'm like, what, what do you mean she has a jewelry line? She's written books. Now she's in real estate. She's on reality TV. I mean, really, what I'm, you have, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, I feel like I have a lot of unfinished business and I just, you know, every opportunity that comes my way, you know, instead of being the one that's like saying, like, I don't know if I can do that. I'm like, let me try that. So I'm, I'm just, that's just like my temperament. It's just like, I'm always like game for anything. And, you know, I also have a lot of like, I have a lot of confidence. I mean, I was, you know, I have great parents and, you know, I, I, they afforded me an amazing education. I had great travel experience when I was younger. I just don't have the same fear that most people do. And like a lot of women in, at 50, they, they have a lot of fear. They're like, okay, my kids are gone. You know, I'm not married, like what's going to happen to me, but I just am excited about the next chapter and all the new possibilities. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I know that I know I have a lot of unfinished business and I know that there's going to be a lot in my future that, you know, I wasn't even thinking about. So I don't even doubt that you're (laughs) going to take on five, that you're going to take on 50,000 other tasks. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm excited to follow you. That's for sure. Well, I definitely want to write a book about real estate. That's, that's like, that's like, uh, that's something I definitely want to do. So I, so I wrote a dangerous age and then the second course. And then I really, really want to write one about the the, uh, real estate industry and another one about the music industry. Those are like the two other things that I want to want to write about for novels. And then, you know, I love what is the What's the connection with the music industry? I have a lot of friends in music and I've just been, you know, I've been a friend of Madison Square Garden for, you know, over 15 years and I've just been exposed to so many different artists and it's just a really, really fascinating business and it's a totally different business and how, what people think it is. Wow. It's not that's pretty rad. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. It's a really, really, really incredible industry. I mean, just, you know, like, like we were saying, you have like lifetimes and lifetimes into your one life right now. And, and definitely you're going to, you know, exceed and do more and more and more. 
but you know, you keep bringing up how like you're 50 and you're going to, um, be positive and just say yes to everything. Girl, you look amazing. Can you share oh, some of your beauty, <laughs> beauty secrets, beauty products, please? Like when you say what, what, fountain, what fountain do I need to go dunk in? Yes, like, please. Okay, last two things because I have to go. I, I'm literally modeling tomorrow. I'm coming out of retirement tomorrow and I'm modeling. Of so course you are. Of I know. course you <laughs> are. But, <laughs> but I, um, but you know, the one thing that's been really, really exciting for me this year, outside of of the in terms of professionally, in terms of um, so there's the real estate that was just like. I didn't even know that was even going to be something. I just, I just did it because it was the right thing to do for my family. And um, then I, I literally made these first flippers for my youngest daughter's um, last school um, Christmas event. And they started selling like crazy. And so Whoa. I literally, since last Christmas, have been, I, it's, on my Instagram, it's called Shop KKB Loves. And okay. I've been selling and making all of these incredible products. And I have an amazing new line that's coming out in the fall. And so when that comes out, you guys, I'll let you know, and I'll, and I'll send you the link for it for everything. But it's just been really, really fun. And, um, you know, I just, I love fashion and I love creating great clothes and great products at all different price points. So I, you know, I learned, that was one thing, one great thing about working with HSN is I just really learned how to, um, you know, create great products at a great price point. So that was really exciting. Um, and then the, the other thing is in terms of health and fitness, I mean, honestly, like I've been, I'm eating watermelon right now. So I just, I am a very, very, very healthy eater. And from, you know, Monday through Thursday, I have like a, what I call a food uniform. So I really try to eat as much fruit, vegetables, and protein as possible, whether that's, you know, salad and steak or you know chipotle or just whatever i just try to keep the carbs to a minimum and then on the weekends you know i'm like riding and running and chasing after my kids and so i that's when i splurge and it really seems to work for me i mean i really like maintain my weight i've had a lot of you know weight gain and weight loss in my life and i had really hard time losing losing the weight after i had my second daughter and you know, I had a lot of pressure from my husband to to lose weight, and you know, one time he when, when I was um after my after my second daughter, I went out to L.A. with my ex husband, and he um was he was like, oh, we're gonna be here with Madonna, because she just has you know she had a baby who's you know this you know a couple weeks uh, younger than than um, our daughter, and and I was like, oh, that's strange. I was like, wow, how could she be modeling? Like I'm like, you know you know, 165 pounds. Like I'm definitely not modeling right now. And he literally showed me these photos where she was like doing all these like yoga moves. And I just like humiliated. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I am a real person. I am not, this is not I am not, yeah. I am not Madonna. I'm never <laughs> Madonna. Yeah. Oh, literally. The only yoga position that I'm really good at is the uh, sleeping pose. That's the one I'm like epic. <laughs> yeah. I like the sleeping pose. I yeah. Like yeah, everybody does. That's one of my favorites. But um, so, you know, my but the point is about just you know eating well is that you know I tell my kids I'm like eating well is the best revenge. Like always just eat the best you can, 
and no, that's basically it. Well, we, you know, I try. I'm, I'm a work in progress. So I, I try every day. I get up and try to do that. Be <laughs> <laughs> the best we can. Like, no, but like I've exercised a lot and didn't, you know, didn't eat a lot or. You know, was when I was modeling in Europe, like I wouldn't, you know, eat. I wouldn't, you know, just like barely eat anything. And you know, people when they think they're like, oh, I'm just not going to eat anything. Your body's starving. It's like just it's it's eating itself basically. So I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's not healthy at all. There's so many misconceptions about body image and uh, the whole idea of you know wanting to be skinny is something that I, you know do not aspire to and I don't want that for my kids and I just want them to be happy and healthy and live their best lives and feel good about themselves and you know I'm not concerned about you know what size jeans they wear I'm concerned about their you know mental wellness so you know and that's I mean that's exactly what we we that's what we should be worried about because when we're worried about mental healthness that is everything else is going to fall in line but right. your mind is the the you know that's the most important part so well, they yeah, know we're finally all them. catching up now and realizing that they know that i support them and when and any endeavor and everything that they do like that's 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 the best gift to them you know like yes. nagging them about their weight or what you know what their food you know what they're eating is it's not it's not a gift it's a curse yeah no that's true well, I think well, that I, is the best tip we can give our listeners. <laughs> yes. And I like all the all the isms that she said. I'm I'm obsessed with. So I really <laughs> Yes. We love it. And I like Turn yes, that smile I, upside down. Turn that brown upside, smile down. upside I love down. down. I love it. Okay. It's so funny. We Hilarious. definitely need to snag you back on here again because we have home. just so many we have so many questions from listeners, so we're gonna have to do this again. Snag you for another thirty minutes in the future here. So much fun. In the fall we'll just I'll tell you guys exactly what's going on with, with um all my new lines and stuff. It's super exciting and I can't wait to tell you. And oh, I that's really, perfect. really appreciate and then we can just so advertise great. it. I would love that. I would love that. And I yes. really appreciate you guys taking the time and being so understanding, you know, sometimes my life gets ahead of me and I'm just like trying to keep up. (laughs) We we appreciate that you made the time for us and that doesn't go unnoticed. We love you. We always have. And we're so happy that you did this with us. Yes. Thank you so so much. And we're going to, we're going to be in touch. And then um, on Instagram, you are under your name, Kelly Benson, right? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Okay, there we go, okay. yeah. Go ahead and there we go. shout out where everybody um, can find you. So my Instagram is Kelly Ben Simone, my Twitter is Kelly Ben Simone, and my fan page is Kelly Corn Ben Simone. Awesome, perfect. Um, and we will be in touch, and we love you, and we thank you so much. I love it. I love you guys. I love your name. I love what you guys stand for. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time. <laughs> Yay! Thank All you. right. Thank you so All much. Right. All right. Bye, bye. bye.